the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's the Cub Mints after 4 and you are listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL in Philadelphia. Thank you for listening in. Forecast, a lot of sunshine, some clouds mixed in the balance of the day. Clear skies eventually tonight, low 40. Tomorrow, a good deal of sun and a high of 64. We are excited to bring on Michael Woolworth from Bible League International. How you doing today, man? Tim, it's uh, great to be sheltering in grace with you, brother. Yeah, welcome back. <laughs> you hanging in there? Yeah, day two of our fine uh, springboard, if you will, in the full-blown month of May. Let's yeah. get some Bibles to Asia. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Fan the flame. So, fan the flame is what we're calling this campaign. So, if you imagine a fire pit in your backyard, what you get the flame going, right? So the flame is going. You do everything you can to keep that flame going. And you know, God, in His providence, in His grace, has brought uh, salvation to Asia. In fact, Tim, it's here that. Uh, Christianity is growing fast, fastest in the world. In fact, it's number one. Number two is Africa. Number three is Latin America. Uh, in fact, uh, if you, put, you know, what's interesting though, if you put in uh, Christianity in Asia in a search engine today, here's what you'll find. You'll find in a place like India, um, a, a pastor and his wife and their children uh, drowned by Hindu radicals. Why? Because they. Uh, they accuse this man of forcibly converting uh, Hindus uh, to Christianity. If you go to a place like China, you, this is what you'll find. You, you can throw this into a search engine. Uh, pastors being jailed, uh, parishioners being uh, th- threatened with jail and with death. In fact, the church is being shut down. And we have news recently of one of the largest evangelical churches in China demolished him, bulldozed, without advance notice and no reason, given no recourse uh, in that decision to bulldoze that church. You go to different places around Asia, you find the same thing. We mentioned some stories yesterday that were very, very difficult to tell. They centered around being jailed, being beaten, uh, being raped, being tortured, uh, being uh, forced into uh, human trafficking. And yet the good out of that is that the gospel is going forth, as I just mentioned. This is where Christianity is growing fastest. And so we're doing something about it through this campaign that we're calling Fan of the Flame. Why? Because here it is most difficult to get a Bible in your own language. But God has allowed Bible League for 82 years to do the heavy lifting, to have the relationships with the under-resourced church, to come up with uh, the translations not only for the Bibles, but the Bible study materials. We'll talk about how we do that as we go along today, Tim. But our prayer is that your listeners will help us do the lighter lifting today, if you will. And that's simply picking up the phone or going online today to the tune of $5 a Bible and making your most generous gift. And uh, I want to kind of give your listeners an update on where we are in this campaign. Sure, that'd be great. Yeah, Yeah, we started yesterday, day one. We were effectively at zero by the time we wrapped up at uh, 5 o'clock last night, Tim, around 200 Bibles. What's that mean? It means 200 Christians in Asia who have been known as what? Bibleless believers will now have God's Word in their own language, the languages we talked about yesterday, Mandarin and uh, Tamil, uh, Indonesian, Malay, various languages uh, in that, spoken in that part of the world. And so, listen, we're grateful to be at this point. We've set a goal as two ministries, WFIL and Bible League, two ministries that have worked together for, I think, at least 15 years, Tim. And every time we come and do kingdom business in the spring, uh, I used the uh, baseball analogy yesterday. You hit it out of the park. Uh, It's a slam dunk. It's through the uprights, however you want to put it. You've done this in very, very generous fashion. We're simply asking, will you do it again on behalf of Christians in Asia? And, Tim, uh, we'd love to be at the halfway point. Our goal is 2,200 Bibles. Can we beat 1,100 by the time we wrap up today at 5 o'clock? I think if we can, we will be in a good position 
to uh, finish this campaign by the end of the month in a very, very strong fashion. And let me say one more thing before I toss it back to you, brother. We have friends in another part of the country that have agreed to match every single gift made this hour. They know this is a very difficult time to make an ask for sending God's Word to Christians half a world away. And so they've agreed, no matter the size of the gift, they will match it. So if you make a gift of, let's say, $100, that's not 20 Bibles today, that's 40 Bibles. If your budget allows you to make a gift of $20, that's not four Bibles today, that's eight because of this match. Any day is a great day to send God's Word, but especially today is together, WFIL and Bible League embark on this campaign called Fan the Flame. Absolutely. And the way that folks can step in and just be a part of that very simply is 800-YES-WORD. That's the toll-free number, 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673. Or you click the Fan the Flame banner at WFIL.com. And as Michael was mentioning, whatever you can do is great. Uh, I love it because $5 is very bite-sized, very easy for you know just about anybody to do something, even one Bible, to take a little bit of ownership over this campaign. I know also when things are bite-sized, it's easy to say, I'll take 10. I'll do 50 bucks for 10 or 20 for 100, whatever it is. And then there are folks who can do even more than that. We appreciate that greatly. If folks want to help out monthly, it helps us chew up the goal even faster. And it's doable too. So I think it's important that listeners realize, yeah, the world's hungry. And uh, we're not trying to say uh, some kind of a goal that's just way out there that uh, barring some amazing miracle would happen. We just want to put it out there in a way that like together as a family, this is what we do. This is part of what WFIL is about. This is not an interruption to program. It's actually a very core and foundational complementing all the other things that we do on WFIL. So I would uh, challenge in a good way, the listeners listening in, you matter. This is not somebody else's job. It's your job if you're willing to help out. It's not a guilt thing. But even doing a few, you'll listen to the radio station differently, I guarantee you, if you help support Bible League in this way, because you're like, yeah, I remember those guys. I want to send a couple of Bibles or five or ten, whatever it is, or a hundred here or there. And and specifically in this case, it's Asia, 11 countries Bible League works with. And I know yesterday we had a nice tour through some of the audio clips. And today, Michael, we're going to have some more of those clips just so people can understand what's happening in the people's own words in these in these countries. Yeah, if you want to set the stage, uh, share this audio cut from this pastor, a man by the name of Fariz. It's cut number two, and Fariz is in Asia. Because of our level of poverty in the Christian community, Meccan and the higher levels of illiteracy, and the Bible gap in Bangladesh is very large. I think it about 70% of Christians not owing a personal Bible of their own. Our partnership with Bible League is helping giving the Bible. Yeah. Yeah, it's a man by the name of uh, Fariz, uh, Tim, as we kick off our time together today. I know the sound quality of that is a little muffled, so let me reiterate what that brother said. Fariz is saying what? He's saying most Christians don't have a Bible. If you leave, let's say, in Bangladesh, uh, Islam or Hinduism or Buddhism, uh, you're leaving those isms of the world. You need to be grounded in the Word of God. Why? All you've been given, really, throughout your life, whether you've come to Christ in your 20s or your 50s, is a caricature of Christianity. How can Jesus be both God and man, you might ask? And so um, our goal today is to give them exactly what they're asking for, and that is the Word of God in their own language. And he's saying what? The Church is growing. It really is happening. But Tim, you know, I began our program today saying that uh, in, in this part of the world, what, only one in ten Christians on average has a Bible. And let me say this, too. Uh, groups that keep track of all the statistics of all the different religious bodies in that part of the world, you know, Christians are outnumbered by Muslims and Hindus, but we're winning what? We're winning souls to Christ. It's happening through people that are taking their faith very, very seriously, and they're not asking for an end to the suffering that they endure. They're praying for the Word of God, especially for new believers. And today we want to tell you that every one of the Christians that we're talking about today, every Christian that we want to put a Bible into the hands of, has the soil has been worked. They've come to saving faith. They've come through Project Philip. That's Christianity 101, the Gospel of John, paired together in a six-by-nine booklet. Tim, I travel all over the world on behalf of Bible League, and when I meet these Christians, we're typically there for graduations to hand out Bibles and to make a big deal about their conversion to Christ. You know, most of them hold as their most prized possession that little six-by-nine booklet. It's no more than a quarter of an inch thick, but I have sat next to people. Most of the time, I can't read what they have written. Why? I don't speak Swahili or Mandarin or, um, you know, the different languages that we encounter. 
but I can tell they're serious students of the word. They've got uh, notes written in the margins. They've got things underlined. They, they write comments that mean something to them. And so that's what we're doing today is making good on our promise to provide Bibles to these uh, Christians. Hey, in this first uh, segment, uh, Tim, let's take uh, your listeners to communist China. Okay. And I know, as I mentioned, you follow the news uh, the communist government there is doing everything it can to criminalize Christianity. What have they been doing? Well, they've been jailing pastors, they've been shutting down churches, threatening those who would gather to worship. We also know from the UN's observance of uh, the human rights abuses there that there's more than a million Muslims behind bars there. Why? Well, the state wants to be everything. They truly want to outlaw religion in communist China. But I can tell you, this man, Katsu, and his interrogator are two reasons why the church is growing fastest in this part of the world. Uh, share this audio cut, if you would, Tim, from this man by the name of Chow. This is audio cut 14, and Chow is in communist China. If I have one minute for American brothers and sisters, I just beg them to pray for China, for the supply of the Bibles, and for God, we are open the door for the Chinese people to have the opportunity to hear the love of Christ. Yeah, Tim, what Chow didn't ask is what? He didn't say, come drill us a well or send medicine or build shelter. He's saying, well, we need the Word of God. People need to be grounded in God's Word as they come to saving faith in Jesus Christ. Hey, that's happening through people like Pastor Katsu. Who is he? He's a 50-something evangelical pastor outside of Beijing, China, the seat of the national government there. I won't identify what village he's in, but Tim, I would guess he has been beaten in jail maybe 25 times throughout the course of his ministry there. They beat him severely every time they uh, put him behind bars. They eventually let him go, and they tell him to never speak of Jesus. Most recently, that beating was so severe, he could not get up for three days, but they did let him go. His wife was relieved to find out he was not executed nor retained for a long period of time for his faith. But about a week later, Tim, a knock comes on the door. It's in the evening. He's a little reluctant, but he opens it to find Hio. Who was Hio? Hio was the main interrogator that beat this man severely. In fact, had done so many times. He had a big reputation in that part of China as coming down hard on the Christian church. But all week long, a question burned in his heart, and he had to have the answer to it. And it was simply this. Why were you at such peace when we were beating you? And so this man, Katsu, this evangelical pastor outside of Beijing, China, would open his door open his Mandarin Bible, and lead this bitter atheist to faith in Christ, a man who had denied the existence of God, did everything he could, Tim, to stop the advance of the gospel, and here he was, a new creation in Christ. Now let me pause here for a moment and say, if the story sounds familiar, it should. I shared this last spring when we were together, focused on the persecuted church, and I asked you at that time to send 500 Bibles. Why? Because the result of this man's willingness to suffer and this bitter atheist having a new testimony in Christ, 500 people came to Christ. And I'm back to tell you the update with this story is that another 500 Christians, all part of the house church movement, have come to place their faith in Jesus Christ, but they have only a handful of Mandarin Bibles among this house church movement. Well, what's a house church? Well, Tim, it's an unregistered church. I know you're familiar with this. But sitting before me today is a Mandarin Bible. It's a basic black cover, Bible League translated. This may be 10 years ago, and when you open it, it reveals the beautiful Mandarin print. But Tim, it, the Bible, this Bible in front of me means nothing to me. I don't speak Mandarin, do you? Mm, no. <laughs> I, I recognize, <laughs> you don't I'm have thinking, to apologize I'm, for that. No, I think, well, I'm thinking of the restaurant I like to go to, and uh, that's about as close as go. I get to understanding the language. So. Exactly. But Tim, the Christians we're talking about today, they would give anything, anything for what sits before me today, and it's what your listeners can send. There is a need right now for 500 Bibles. You know, that could be taken care of today with a gift of $2,500. We could make that easier if maybe two dozen of you right now would make a gift of 20 Bibles each. That's $100. We can tell Katsu and Hayo, the interrogator that beat him severely, and these new believers, hey, your Bibles, they're coming. They're coming. Yeah. It's an unbelievable story, and it's, uh, it's incredible what God's up to. It, just because it's out of sight doesn't mean it's not true. It's the kind of thing that you get to see in the field, and it's uh, a privilege to have you on so that people can know about it. And I, I just want to encourage, again, the listeners as we go to our first break, the number to help out with whatever level you can do is 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673, or click the Fan the Flame banner at WFIL.com. 
Michael Woolworth with Bible League International is checking in from Chicago today to paint these pictures for us to help a better understanding of what's going on. You know when you tune in, you hear interviews on this program, you hear contests, fun stuff and all that. I dare say that, uh, you know, weeks, months, years from now, whenever this program's done, whenever the station is done, this is the kind of thing that will really stand. I mean, hopefully the other content that we're doing has its eternal value too, but this has true eternal value and you will not go wrong investing $5 or 10 or 50 or 100 or 500 or whatever you can do to help toward our goal as the radio station to partner with Bible League of 2200 Bibles. Would you jump on board at 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673 or click the Fan the Flame banner at WFIL.com. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's 419, The Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL, joined by Michael Woolworth on uh, the program, checking in from Chicago. Dr. Robert Jeffress, Bible teacher on Pathway to Victory, joins us tomorrow, as does uh, Evangelist Elvita King, the niece of MLK Jr., part of tomorrow's program. But today... We have some kingdom business to continue kicking out, and it's uh, going well so far at 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673, or Fan the Flame, the banner on our website. Very easy to do, the process, $5, sending a Bible in the language of the receiver, which should not be overestimated, just the cost to translate from English to whatever, you know, what, what most of us would know, to another language. It's fantastic and unbelievable, Michael, how uh, cost-effective this really is. Uh, and, and building on the back of, you mentioned Bible League's been doing this kind of work for over 80 years. So this is a good investment or great investment, really, because the groundwork has been laid. Those relationships are in place. So we don't have to go start from scratch. We're just helping you know push some funds and some support through the funnel to get to where it needs to go. Yeah, I'm always reluctant, Tim, to, uh, to mention you know numbers in the millions. But let me break it down. Uh, on a daily basis, Bible League reaches about 5,000 people daily with the gospel. 400 are trained to share Christ every day, and then we can estimate that about a, a, a new church is uh, planted about every three and a half hours, and that's what your listeners are helping us do wow. as we help fulfill the Great Commission around the world. We do this in six regions of the world. Right now we're focused on Asia. Why? Because it's here that Christianity is growing fastest. Number two is Africa. Number three is Latin America. We mentioned earlier that on average about one Christian in ten in Asia has a Bible. What's that mean? It means that most new Christians in places like Bangladesh, China, Indonesia, Nepal, Sri Lanka, and Thailand will not have a Bible as they begin their walk with Christ. But we're doing something about it through this campaign that we're calling uh, Fan the Flame. Tim, let me thank some of those that have been calling in or going online and becoming uh, Bible centers. We've heard from Maureen of Jenkintown, Anthony of Yaden, uh, Nancy of Mount Holly, thank you, a a gift made uh, of uh, 40 Bibles, Salvador of uh, Chester. uh, This brother probably got nervous. We miscoded. Uh, a gift that he made yesterday as we wrapped up the show, Tim. We thought it was a, a monthly pledge of, uh, well, a pretty sizable gift. And I'm, we've gotten it all taken care of, Salvador. He thought, I'm going to really have to tighten my belt here to meet this. But we got it all taken care of. As we stand, Tim, right now, we're about 10% to our goal, okay. 200 Bibles. Our goal, 2,200 Bibles. You know, if we figure, if we could be maybe at around 1,100, the halfway point by the time we wrap up today, we'll be in a good position to meet this goal by the end of the month. But that's where we stand. And again, whether you go online or you make this uh, phone call, it's about a two-minute transaction. It's safe. Uh, We train our folks to get you on, get you off very, very quickly. Um, Hmm. And as we take this trip around the world, Tim, no passport required and no um, jet lag tomorrow morning, I promise you. Well, Michael, let me do this, too. I I like to put my money where my mouth is. So I don't have a potentially unlimited resources, but for anybody who gives something this hour before five o'clock, I'd like to add up to match you up to five Bibles. So if we have five, 10, 20 people do that, I'll add five on top of that. Or if you do one Bible, I'll do one. You do two, I'll do two. Uh, And, and I'll just get the number from you, Michael, and then we'll we'll, we'll throw it in the mix. So please be encouraged to call in. You can't go wrong. You can't outgive God. It's impossible. 800-937-9673 is the number. 800-YES-WORD. Or you can give online at Fan the Flame, uh, the, the banner there, WFIL.com. Love the idea. It's $5. It's fundamental. Where would we all be without a Bible? I mean, it's just, uh, you don't have, it's almost it's self-explanatory, really. And the fact it's in the recipient's language, uh, you know, that's just a fantastic thing. So, and very, obviously very needed. Well, 
Tim, thanks so much. I mean, that's very generous. I know you're not asking your listeners to do anything that uh, that you wouldn't do yourself. So thank you for that. And listeners, let's take Tim to task. All right, let's let's uh, break the bank at, at the uh, make me regret the it. home and <laughs> <laughs> make my wife hey, say Tim, you did what? Your... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, listen. I hope the stories that we share today are an encouragement. I, I, I know our inboxes, our social media feeds—they're filled with a lot of negative news. But let the stories today be a reminder the gospel is going forth. It's happening in places like the Philippines. And if you follow the news, you know that President Duterte there had initiated martial law through the end of 2019. Why? Because of the spread of ISIS in the Mindanao region of that country. In fact, they've killed many uh, Christians and Catholics. Uh, that move helped uh, sort of decrease those numbers a little bit. But uh, Manila, the capital of Philippines, uh, Tim is known for a lot of drug trafficking and humic trafficking. And that's the story of Betty, the woman in our next story, who was rescued from sex trafficking near the infamous Trash Mountain in Manila. Anybody who knows anything about the Philippines and Manila knows about this infamous trash heap. There's kids that play on this. Families live in it. They'll find hypodermic needles. They found corpses. The stench there is absolutely horrific. This is the part of Manila that I'm talking about. And Betty basically was trafficked for many, many years, contracted uh, some very serious illnesses, lived in utter hopelessness for many, many years until a former prostitute who had been reached with a Bible through a previous Bible League campaign. Tim, I wouldn't be surprised if one of your listeners sent that to her. But she uh, she invited Betty to a Bible study. Betty would uh, go to this Project Philip Bible study, and about three weeks into this 12-week study, would what? Discover that Jesus is the great lover of her soul, and she was rescued from that horrific, horrific lifestyle that she was forced into. Now, the story doesn't stop there. I mean, that's great news. If I were to stop right now, I would say that's worth celebrating. But here's what Betty did. She said, I want to do something of eternal value. And she looked around her. She saw the dread, Tim, so many families that could not read or write. They lived in extreme poverty. They had never known who Jesus is all about. And so she heard about our uh, our literacy program. And all over the world, we help give the gift of literacy. You know, as you engage people with the Bible and you find out that they cannot read or write, you've got another problem. And so there's opportunities to give the, to give the gift of literacy, either in the, the native language or English, which is being more and more accepted all over the world. That's what Betty wanted to do. She wanted to teach these Filipino families how to speak and how to write in English. And so she used our program, and wouldn't you know it, as those children were coming and learning to read and write, those families began to embrace the gospel. Why? The Bible's the backdrop. They use the Bible uh, as the reading, uh, as the backdrop for those lessons. They read through the Bible. And so, so many of these families today, and those kids can now read and write in English, they can read and write in Filipino, and they now know Jesus as Lord and Savior. Why? Because Betty made much of God, and God made much of Betty's life. And today she's asking, for a hundred Bibles for these families, about a hundred families, Tim, that have come to place their faith in Christ in this place of utter hopelessness. And in Betty's situation, she says what? She loved the verse in, in, in Psalm 34. It says, I called out in my distress, and God, you rescued me. Does that define Betty's life? Absolutely. If you're living in utter hopelessness like that, God definitely has saved you. Now listen, my testimony, Tim, i got to tell you, is not that dramatic. It really isn't. And I can count on my own hands, my two hands, the people that I've led to Christ, and I'm thankful for them, family and friends and neighbors. But I can tell you that Betty, she would need to have what? She'd have, she'd need to have several people stand with her to illustrate how many people that she's been able to lead to Jesus Christ, simply because God made something beautiful of her life. There's a need today for 100 Bibles outside of Manila, the Philippines, and today we're doing kingdom business. Can we let them know, hey, those Bibles you're praying for more than anything, they're on their way. Amen. They're on Amen. their way. And Tim, before, before you uh, share the phone number, can you play this audio cut? It's number 17. We'll just play a few seconds of it. But let me tell you who these women are. These are women who have been rescued from the sex trafficking trade outside of Manila, the Philippines, and they learned enough English to be able to present this, uh, this hymn. I think you'll love it. We'll just share a few seconds of this.
That's beautiful, man. Well, I, I think you recognize the, the chorus there. It's the familiar uh, hymn of the church, Till the Whole World Knows. Um, a group of about 10 Filipino women, all rescued in recent years from the human trafficking, um, just the, the, wow. the mess there in Manila. They're all new creations in Christ, Tim. Do you hear the joy in that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a beautiful, that's a oh. beautiful sound, and that really helps, I think, people understand this is where your support's going. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. I, I, it, it's great to be able to paint this picture. Uh, for those just tuning in, uh, it's Tim DeMoss show on WFIL in Philly, and we uh, we like this program. Uh, the most often quoted verse, probably the Hall of Fame verse in the Bible, John three sixteen, uh, for God so loved the world, He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. And that uh, Michael, you know, I'll mention this on the program since radio, especially such a private medium. We know there are people who are listening in who would not necessarily say that they believe in Christ uh, or they're thinking about it or that. But they can consider things in the privacy of their car, or their home, or perhaps somebody who kind of was exposed to the gospel early on, never really took hold of it. And um, so we want this program to reach folks like that, too. And maybe in an odd way, maybe this is the kind of thing that will help them realize, like, wow. Bible League's working all over the world and other countries trying to – this must be pretty important if Bible League is invest, that invested in working in all you know 11 countries in Asia to bring this message, and I'm getting it on WFIL every day or when I tune in. Let me let me dig deeper. You know, I, so I, I, that's my prayer. Also our prayer, obviously, for folks to, to call in and help out and send some Bibles uh, as part of our, our partnership with Bible League. The, the context, 2200 Bibles, 2200. That's the goal, uh, you know, this month. And we, we're off to a good start. We're getting close to about 10% or so of that goal. And they're only $5 each. So don't, let, don't, don't listen to the message that one is not worth doing. If that's all you can do or two or three, that's great. If you can do five or 10 or 20 or 50 or 100, that's wonderful also. Many hands make light the work. And the number for that's 800-937-9673. 800-YES-WORD. Or right on our homepage, there's the Fan, uh, fan the Flame banner at WFIL.com. Anybody who helps out before 5 o'clock, two things. Your gift is matched by an anonymous donor, but I also would like to match, I can't do that quite that, but up to five. And if you want to do 10, 20, or 30, that's good by you, but I'll do the first five. Or if all you do is one, I'll match your one at least. And Michael, you can tell me, you know, when you get the numbers together afterwards, what that is, and I'd be glad to, to match that. So please take advantage of this opportunity and help us move forward and get as much progress as possible. That'd be wonderful. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, how many of us? Yeah, Tim. Thanks. That's very generous. How many of us wake up in the morning? We, you know, we, want, we certainly want to be a blessing. But when you think about Asia, I mean, most of us don't wake up and have Asia front and center in our minds. So, Tim, what we're doing today, really, what you're you're allowing us to do through uh, taking up uh, some of the airtime this afternoon, is to make uh, Asia relevant in the minds and the hearts and really the checkbooks of your listeners. This is how you can put your faith into action today. We've had staff from WFIL travel with us from on occasion. We will take, you know, some broadcast uh, folks uh, around the world. We have donors that take care of the cost of that. But the, the point is, this is a safe investment. This is a, a, a partnership that is cherished. Uh, we have honored this throughout the years by, uh, by reporting, giving you uh, an idea of what we've done with your investment. And that's what these stories are today. I hope they aren't merely uh, evoking a, a sense of, okay, that's an interesting story or what a difficult part of the world, but that you can see that we have done exactly what we have promised to deliver on, and that's to come back and let you know the gospel um, is going forth. Tim, honestly, I don't know how to solve the geopolitical issues that exist in a place like the Philippines or Southeast Asia, you know, the broader Asia um, continent. But I can tell you what we're doing. We're applying the lens of – we're looking through this uh, through the lens of Scripture today. We know that it's the gospel that people need all over the world. I heard somebody say uh, today, or I should say the other day, that Asia 100% has tested positive for what? Their need for the gospel. Uh, I love that cute analogy. So we're doing something about it today. And again, let me thank uh, Maureen of Jenkintown, Anthony of Yaden, Nancy of Mount Hollow, uh, Sal, uh, Mount Holly, Salvador of Chester. We'll have some others to thank as we go along. $5 will send a Bible. How many can you send today? That's right. 800. Yes, word again. The number 800 937 9673. Click the fan the flame banner at WFIL.com. Please be encouraged that this is part of what WFIL is all about. In some cases, in some ways, this is one of the most important things we'll ever do with the airtime God has given us. 
11 countries where Bible League is serving, including Bangladesh, Cambodia, China, India, Indonesia, Malaysia, Nepal, Philippines, Sri Lanka, Thailand, and Vietnam. And um, we would love to help support the work that they're doing. And again, for context, we're trying to provide 2,200 Bibles this month. We're around 10% of that goal. This hour, we'd love to add to that. Whatever you can do does make a difference. Uh, Seven Bibles for $35, 20 for 100, one for five. 100 for 500. You choose. And uh, I, again, would be glad to match up to your first five just to help spur you along. As scripture says, to love and good deeds. We have a brief break to take. One more time, the number 800 yes word, 800 937 9673. Or click the fan the flame banner at WFIL.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Going down to 40 tonight with clear skies. Tomorrow, a lot of sun, high 64. Listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Joined by Michael Woolworth from Chicago and Bible League International. Been working with them for a number of years on this radio station, bringing Bibles all over the world. And the focus this time around is in Asia. 800 yes words, the number. 800 yes word, 800 937 9673. Or right on our homepage, there's the fan, the flame banner at WFIL.com. Michael, where are we traveling next in our little uh, journey today? Well, uh, Tim, we're going to take you to uh, India. We'll go to uh, another uh, country I won't identify. And then uh, Bangladesh, before we hit the top of the hour, uh, 2,200 Bibles is our goal, Tim. We'd love to be maybe at the halfway mark before uh, the top of the hour. We'll get there with this uh, match, Bible for Bible match, and then your generous uh, match that you're tacking on there. I um, hope your wife, you know, is okay with that. You're probably going to be in big trouble when you get home. But anyway. I'm, I'm not looking at my cell phone until after the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, hey, great to be with you. And listeners, thank you for not merely uh, sheltering uh, in place, but doing so uh, in grace. You know, I've, I've seen so many of these uh, these COVID-19 memes. You know, I haven't decided where I'm going for the weekend. I'm debating between, you know, the living room and the patio. But yeah. uh, isn't it wonderful that the legacy of this station, this listening family, when we're all said and done by the end of this month, and I know there's light at the end of the tunnel, I know we're still in that tunnel, but the legacy of this, this listening family is that we will have sent at least 2,200 Bibles to Christians in Asia. That's exactly what they're asking for, Tim. They're not asking for us to drill a well or to send medicine or build shelter. All of those are very, very important causes. I would never undermine the importance of those, but we're sending God's Word a heart-hungry Christian. You know, when you think about the power of one Bible in the life of Betty, the woman I just mentioned rescued from sex trafficking in Manila, Philippines, it came down to what? One Bible. Who was the woman that led her to Christ? It was a former prostitute, a woman in the same situation only a couple of years ago who, in a previous Bible League campaign, received a Bible and was able to make much of God, and he used that Bible to make much of her life. And look look how many people now profess the name of, of Jesus Christ, and we get to be a part of it. I hope that's an encouragement uh, to you today. Let me take you to uh, the country of, uh, of, of India, second largest in the world, 1.3 billion people call India home. This is the home of Gandhi. You remember the, um, the uh, nonviolent Hinduism that, uh, that he pushed? back uh, before he was assassinated in 48, you know, and sadly, long gone are those days. But this is the country we're talking about. The Hindu nationalist government is saying there is no room for Christianity, and I think you'll sense that uh, in this audio cut from a man by the name of Subish. This is Subish, and he's in India. One of our church planters, he he told me like this, uh, in his village, you will see the signboards. Christian missionaries are prohibited in the village. If anyone tries to do it, they will attack them mercilessly. And uh, I believe the reason behind all this is the growth of the church. People are responding to the gospel and are joining the church. Church is growing in India amidst of the severe persecutions. Yeah, it's a pastor by the name of uh, Subish. Um, you know, I, I wish I could bring all of these folks in. You wouldn't want to hear from me. I'd let them talk all day. But we do have these audio cuts, which gives you really a frontline perspective of what's happening around the world. And India is a very, very tough place, Tim, right now to live out your faith in Jesus Christ. In fact, you know, not long ago, before I came on the air, I talked to Subish. I said, "How can I? How can we pray for you?" He said, "Let me tell you what I'm trying to do. I need to comfort an associate, a man that used Bible League materials, a church planner." who was um, accused of, of forcibly converting Hindus 
to Christianity. I mentioned this at the top of the hour. He and his family were taken out to a reservoir in coastal India, Tim, and they were drowned, first his children, then his wife, and then him when he would not renounce the name of Jesus. That's what's happening right now uh, in India. It's a very, very difficult part of the world to live on your faith. I'm thankful that our current administration and the leadership of Sam Brownback um, has been drawing attention to so many of this uh, persecution that's happening around the world. But let me give you a ray of light that's happening uh, in the coastal region of India. I'll do that through a man by the name of Jay Ash. Who is he? Well, only five years ago, he was um, a radicalized uh, Hindu. Uh, Tim, he was uh, assaulting Christians, burning Bibles, but God gripped his heart. He became a Christian and a pastor, received some theological training, and went through Bible League's church planner training. And that's exactly what he would do. He prayed to God, God, where should I plant a church here in coastal India? He hops on a bicycle, a very conventional way to get around that part of India, and he rides into a village, as far as he knows, never a Christian there and never a Christian church. And he shares the gospel with the cobbler, the shoemaker in this small village of about a thousand people in coastal India. That cobbler becomes a Christian. His family comes to faith. They begin to share Jesus. The church grows from about 10 to 50 to 100, 250, 500 today. But let me tell you, they had a problem. They needed to be able to meet, to gather for worship. So they petitioned the Hindu leaders in that village. And the Hindu leader said, no way, this is a Hindu village. But this group did what they knew best to do, and that's to pray. And wouldn't you know it, the Hindu leaders saw demonstrable change in the lives of men who were former criminals, women who had nothing to do with their children because of the extreme poverty in which they lived. But now they were leading exemplary lives, and they could not deny that Jesus makes a real difference in the lives of his followers. And so they granted this land uh, Tim, I'm going to tell you, I've seen it. Uh, when my colleagues and I saw this not too long ago, I can tell you, we almost wept as we stood there. They said, Michael, Michael, come see our church, come see our church. And when I saw it, Tim, it was nothing more than a glorified picnic pavilion. But to my colleagues, I said, brothers and sisters, this is no less of a church than what we worship in on Sundays, the bricks and mortar structures that we gather in where we live here in the U.S., and they agreed. Now, let me tell you, all of this didn't come easy. This man, Jay Ash, his house has been burned down not once but twice. His wife has been violated, and many in that congregation have been assaulted and threatened with death. But, Tim, when I asked them, how can we, how can we pray for you? They did not ask me to say, go to Philadelphia and ask the listeners to petition God to bring an abrupt end to our suffering. Why? Because they know he's working through it. They're praying that their love for God will increase, that they'll see Hindus, especially radical Hindus, not as the enemy, but as the mission field, and that they'll be able to endure and persevere. There are 500 new Christians in this coastal India village, in a village where there had never been a Christian, as far as we knew, never a Christian church, and today, half of that village follows Jesus. Can we let them know the Bibles in the Tamil language that they're praying for, more than an end to the persecution, are coming. They're coming. Amen. What a powerful thing that would be. And folks can step in. They're only $5 a piece. They come in the language of the receiver, and you can help out by calling 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673, or you can click the Bible League banner on our homepage. It says Fan the Flame. Very easy to do. Again, $5 for one, or uh, 5 for 25 or 50 for you know, 50 for 500 or wait, 250 Yeah, it just depends. You do times five, and uh, we would love to join hands with you on that. It's a real privilege to be able to do this and to be able to spread God's word in a very gentle but very powerful way as Bible League has been doing this for over 80 years. So they have a lot of relationships in place, a lot of the mechanisms in place, and we're just helping uh, push these scriptures into the folks' hands who need them so very much. Mentioned John 3.16 a little while ago. I just want to remind you, one of the parts of that verse talked to that anybody who's listening to this radio station, whether you're a Christian or not, the invitation and, and really the, the command from God is that he says, believe in the one he has sent. So it is an option, uh, but it is what God, that that's the work of what God has for you. Now, for those who have accepted the Lord into your life, this is part of what he would have us do, go and, and, and spread the good news. And so there are different ways of doing that, of course, uh, but I want to just present that to you and say, this is, a, this is something God would have us do, I believe. And, and it's a beautiful thing because we're getting a picture, as Michael's speaking with us, of what God's doing all over the globe. It's helpful and realistic because when we get to heaven, I mentioned this yesterday, it's not going to be just the people left and right of us. 
at our local church that people were used to seeing or what we think is the church. It's much larger than that. Many more cultures. And, um, I'm glad that you're on, Michael, to paint that picture. It does us a favor, too, I think, and helps us hear the stories of these people so that our own faith can be strengthened and challenged, too. Our, our problems are not what these people's problems are. That's for sure. Our problem is traffic. Our problem well, you know is we're out we of something. Really, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and don't, you don't have to apologize for that. I mean, the last thing I want is for listeners to think that we're saying sell everything and go to coastal India. We're not saying that today, but thank God that, you know, every morning when you open your word, open his word, that you have a Bible in your own language, and that you can get comfort from when you read Psalm 139. That's where I was yesterday morning. You know, Lord, you know all about me. You, you, you know, when I rise up, you know, everywhere I go, you know everything about me. That is what sustains us during a time of pandemic. And I can tell you, when you're in a country where Christianity is maybe 2% or less of the entire population, you, it's easy to feel like you're alone, but a verse like that really reminds you that God knows you intimately, and that's the gift that your listeners are giving. Tim, in the last few moments, we've heard from Michael of York, a gift of 20 Bibles, Paul of Chesterfield, a gift of 10 Bibles, Edgar of Philly, thank you for your gift, uh, Barbara of, of Philadelphia, uh, a gift of 20 Bibles, again, each one of those uh, matched because of this Bible for Bible match between now and the top of the hour, and the Tim's uh, generous uh, match. You've been able to explain that. And, uh, Tim, thanks for that. Um, in a moment, I do want to take your listeners. Uh, I won't identify the country, but I do want to mention that, you know, the gospel's going forth. God is making good on his promise in Isaiah 55. What's he say? My word will go forth, and it will not return void. It will accomplish my purpose. And what is that? That around the world, the stretches of this, this big globe that we're on, that everyone would bow the knee to Jesus Christ and would begin to, to live to his glory and honor. And hopefully you'll see that uh, lived out in this next story. But you've got this audio cut from um, Ahmed. He's a pastor, and he's in Asia. We don't often realize the kind of sacrifice uh, they're having to, to, to make in order to continue being Christians. Sometimes as Christians, we look the other way and we say God will look after them you suddenly realize how critical it is for Christians not just to assume God will look after their brothers and sisters who have converted from Islam, but that they will be prepared to walk with them. Yeah, it's easy to throw up sort of a blanket prayer, God be with all of uh, you know the persecuted church around the world, but uh, we're giving you reasons for praying uh, with, more, with really a greater specificity, knowing where it is difficult to live out your faith, especially in parts of Asia, and then doing something about it by becoming a Bible sender. Let me tell you about 19-year-old Aria. I met her in that part of the world when I traveled there not too long ago. She would characterize herself, Tim, as really a, almost a, a radicalized Muslim. She said her Quran, or I should say she read her Quran every day. She said her prayers five times a day. You know, as I traveled that part of the world, you would see people drop when they would hear the call to prayer. You could tell they were very, very devout in their faith. That is who 19-year-old Aria was. Her father is a mullah. What's that mean? He has a very high standing in his community. He interprets Islamic law in that part of the world. But I can tell you that none of that did much for her. And so when a Christian friend invited her to a Bible study. This was somebody that in a previous campaign, Tim, got a Bible, came to Saving Faith, has been trained to share Christ. She's a Philip in that part of the world. I can tell you that this woman, Aria, became a believer, but she would take her Project Philip booklet home, hide it because she still resided with her mother and father, but her mother rummaged the room, found the booklet, gave it to her father, who on the spot, Tim, beat her almost unconscious but it did not stop there. He called the local authorities. He had an inroads with them, reported her as an infidel. They took her away to a remote cell. It was there that they beat her. They tortured her to the point of pulling fingernails out of several fingers on either hand, and they violated her, did the same thing to the Christian friend after um, rounding her up, kept them with virtually uh, no water, no food, no communication for a couple of weeks, let him go, told him to never speak of Jesus again. But what I like to say is that they did not grow bitter. They grew bold. And this young woman, 19 years of age, the other one, 22, has led about 150 Christians, I should say former Muslims, to faith in Christ in that part of the world. And when I asked her, how do you do this? How do you live out your faith as a new believer, having left the grips of spiritual darkness and embracing Christianity? How do you do it? 
And she said, I know what it means to conform. And she knew this verse very well, Romans 12 too, right? Don't be conformed, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. She said, I know what that looks like. She said, I lived that my whole life. If you look to the north, south, east, and west, all of my relatives, all of my friends, all of my neighbors, they followed Islam. She said, I was seeking a law, but I found Jesus. And for her, it has become personal to see people delivered and following Jesus, the great lover of their souls. So, Tim, today there's a need for 150 Bibles. How can we get there? I know it's a big gift right now, but could we see you and maybe seven others right now make a gift of $100? That's 20 Bibles each. If we can see that happen here in the next few moments, I can let young Aria, her Christian friend, know, hey, those Bibles you're needing, you can count on them. They're coming. Amen. They're coming. The number to help out is 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673, or click the Fan the Flame banner at WFIL.com. Michael Woolworth from Bible League International checking in from Chicago today to talk about this. Each Bible's $5 comes in the language of the receiver. It's a wonderful thing. Also, you know, includes discipleship, connection to a local evangelical church. It's a wonderful bargain, if that's the right word to say. And um, as Michael was mentioning, there's actually an anonymous donor who's willing to match whatever comes in. And I'm not anonymous, but and I can't match whatever comes in. But I would love to encourage you uh, to the first five. So if you do one, I'll do one. If you do three, I'll do three. If you do 79, I'll do five. That's as high as I can go. But I'd still love to match every listener and help support this as well. Uh, and not just say, hey, you do it. But I want to do what I can and uh, glad to do it. So more than more than happy to do so. We have our final break to take. We'll come back and continue our conversation with Michael Ward from Bible League. And again, if you want to help out, 800-YES-WORDS, the number 800-937-9673. Or you can click the Fan the Flame banner at WFIL.com. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 454 in the Tim DeMoss Show. Michael Woolworth from Bible League, our home stretch. Where shall we go? Do we have time for at least one more place in the globe? Yeah, let me let me give you an abbreviated story from uh, Thailand. Um, let me tell you, it was a part of the world that I, I went to, really enjoyed my uh, time there. Uh, in that part of the world, my dad served during the Vietnam War. It was everything he said, you know, the jungles and the extreme heat, the snakes, and really the friendly people. Many of these follow the tenets of Buddhism. So if you live in Thailand, you're likely a Buddhist. That's true of the king. He has to be a practicing Buddhist. If you're a new believer, a follower of Christ, it's likely that you are a former Buddhist. And that is a story for young Nina, a woman that had been uh, born and raised uh, as a uh, Buddhist uh, there in Thailand in Southeast Asia. And when we met her, uh, she was pretty excited. Uh, but we did learn that her family shunned her. Uh, Tim, they wanted nothing to do with her. They looked at her as disgracing the family. Uh, again, looking north, south, east, and west, everybody following Buddhism. When she accepted Christ, they shunned her, wanted nothing to do with her. But there was an excitement on her face. Why? There was an, an evangelistic crusade uh, that Saturday night when we were there. I had some, uh, actually some Salem media hosts that were with me there. Hmm. And there were about a thousand people at a Buddhist park uh, not far from uh, Bangkok. And sure enough, let me tell you what excited her. She was sharing her faith, and she was expecting about 40 men and women to show up to make professions of faith. And wouldn't you know it, that evening, about three dozen of her friends came to say unashamedly, and they too had been shunned by their family, but they were there to say unashamedly what? We're new creations in Christ. And Tim, excitedly, I looked at my colleague, our, our director there uh, in uh, Thailand. I said, Narong. I said, Narong, this is the product. This is what we're after. This is what we want to tell people on the radio that, hey, what God is allowing Bible League to do is work. And I said, how long has she been a Christian? Maybe a year? He said, two months. She's been a believer for two months, and she lived in the grips of spiritual darkness. And now that she has freedom in Christ, she wants everybody to know. And I can tell you there's a need right now for a, a hundred Bibles there. One of the other young men that I met, I know we're up against uh, the end of the hour, was a young man by the name of Luke. He had a very long Asian name. It was absolutely beautiful, but they shortened it to Luke now that he's a new believer. And Tim, I was in his village. We were giving out Bibles to graduates of Project Philip, our Bible study, right? And he was a gentleman. They said, hey, if you spend time with Luke, it's like you've spent time with Jesus. And I'm holding the final box of Thai Bibles, and I know exactly what is happening. He is six back in line, and I've got five Bibles left. 
and it's and, and he's excited. Everybody's getting their Bible right, and when he and I are face to face, I've got a, he looks in my box. We absolutely had no more Bibles. We'd come eight hours out of Chiang Mai into the recesses of the Pechabun province. But in that moment, even though I spoke virtually no Thai, he spoke no English, we were kindred spirits, and he managed to muster up a very brief question that almost haunts me to this day, Tim. And he said, Bible soon, Bible soon. And I said, Luke, your Bible is coming. And I could tell him that knowing that I'm bringing this plea here today, and it will fall on believing and generous hearts. Listen, Tim, it's who your listeners are. Every spring we come, we do kingdom business. Your listeners respond so generously, and we're simply asking, will you do it again, this time on behalf of Bibleless Christians in Asia? Amen. Amen, Michael. It's been great talking with you. Just in our final minute here to remind folks to help out at 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673, or click the Fan the Flame banner at com, and your gift will be matched. Uh, and uh, I'm happy to, again, add some to that up to five, whoever gives over. The, I'll, I'll even extend it over the next hour. So if folks are on the road or whatever till six o'clock and then Michael can let me know. Uh, God bless you, man. And we'll look forward to keeping in touch and seeing how things play out these next few weeks. You too, Tim. What a pleasure. All right. Thanks. Absolutely. Michael Woolworth from Bible League International in Chicago. One more time, toll free to help out. 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673. The goal for our station audience and our listening family, 2,200 Bibles, or around 10%, maybe 12% of that goal right now. Let's keep adding to it. And uh, you can also click the Fan the Flame banner at WFIL.com. Thanks for all who've listened in and helped out, helped out so far. Jim Maxim, Max 413 Ministries, leads in prayer next. Have a good night. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.